Hi, how are you guys doing? My name is Tanur Osa. Welcome to another um, podcast episode. So I hope you guys are doing well. Um, this is the first day in May. Um, so I just want to share something that I believe God put in my heart. So I don't know if you guys know about the show called The Walking Dead. And the premise of it is basically about these zombies that these people that were alive before, but then they got bit by zombies, they died, and then they come back to life and they're just walking around aimlessly looking for something to eat, looking for flesh to eat. And they're completely moved and they're completely driven by their desires to eat something. They're completely moved by their desires to consume human flesh. That is what they're completely moved by. And that is the picture of how we are when we are not born again. That is a picture of how the world is. The world is completely moved by its own desires. It's completely moved by its own lust. It's completely moved by its own ambition to do this, to do that. That's what drives them. That's what propels them. That's what keeps them going. It's that, is that, is that sense of, I need to do this, then I'll be satisfied. But when they do achieve that, they're not satisfied because there is a God-sized hole in their heart that can only be filled by God himself. It can only be filled by God himself you know there's a scripture and jesus was talking i think it's in luke chapter 12 verse 15 and jesus was warning us and it says let me just read it to make sure i got it correctly luke 12 15 and he said to them this is jesus speaking take heed and beware of covetousness or idolatry or greed for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses One's life, listen to that, does not consist or is not found in the abundance, the plenty things that he has. So your life in itself is not found in how many people that love you, how many people that like you, or how much money you have, or the degrees you have, or the accomplishments you have, or the success you have. Your life in itself, the very worth of your life is not found in those things. The very worth of your life is not found in what you can have, what you can gain, how many things you can, how many, how many experiences you can have your life is found the worth of your life is only found in his blood because the scripture says that jesus christ paid for your sins in his blood he shed his blood for you so the price for you is found in his blood that means your worth your worth your estimation your worth who you are is found in him outside of him we will try and find our meanings in things. We'll try and find our meanings in people. We'll try and find our meanings in movements and all of that. We'll try and look for something else that we think will have meaning or purpose to. But when we actually achieve those things, we find out that we're still empty inside. Because Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What shall, what shall a man give in exchange for his own soul? which means the world itself, you can have the whole world and still not be satisfied. You can have the whole world and still not be, still not be content. You can have all these experiences, all these pleasure and still not be content. Why? Because one's life is not found in the abundance of the things he possesses. So I don't want you looking at people that have all the money, have all the success and and desiring to be like them because one, you don't know what they deal with behind closed doors. You don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. You don't know the addictions, the pain, the hurt, the anger, the bitterness, the demons that they're fighting with behind closed doors. You see, Jesus said, for one's life 
does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. You can have all these things, yet your life is not found in them. Because Jesus Christ came to give you his life. I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Which means you can have money and not have life. Which means you can have families and not have life. Which means you can have degrees and not have life. Which means you can have children and not have life. Which means you can have a spouse and not have life. Why? Because Jesus says, I, I have come that you may have life. And in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 4, In Him was life. In Him was life. Speaking of Jesus, which means Jesus is saying this, I have come that you may have life. I have come that you may have me. I have come that you may have me. Jesus, is, Jesus Christ himself is life personified. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So you may have all the things in the world that you dreamed of. I'm not saying you shouldn't strive for things or whatever, but do not think that your life consists of those things. Do not think that your life is made up of all those things. Because if you think your life is made up of all those things, what happens then if you lose all those things tomorrow? You will think that your life is over. You will think that your life has no meaning, that your life has no purpose. Because I haven't accomplished this. Because I'm this age, I haven't done this. Because I'm this age, I'm not married here. Because I'm this age, I don't have this business. Because I'm this age, I don't have this house. Because I'm this age, I don't have this. Because you think that your life, you think that your life consists of those things. Now, as Christians, we know how to say the Christianese thing. But when you think that your worth is attached to these things that the society says you must have at this age, be careful because Jesus Christ said, take heed, beware of covetousness, which is idolatry, which is greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. And if we keep on reading that scripture in verse 16 of, of Luke chapter 12, he says, then he spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded, yielded plentifully. And he, and he thought Within himself, he didn't say this out loud, within himself, in his heart, he thought, saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool. This night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? And, this, and Jesus ends the parable with this. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Do you know it is possible to be rich in this world and be bankrupt towards God? Because you think that your life consists of all these things that, that the world says. By 40, I have a house. By this, I have this. By this, I have this. And you think that once you hit these milestones, that your life is good. That you think that once you hit these milestones, that everything is right. Everything is perfect. But you're forgetting that you're not becoming bankrupt towards God because you're not laying up your treasures in heaven. It is not bad to have a house. It is not bad to be married. It is not bad to have those things. But if you think that your life consists of those things or is made up of those things, you are in error. And you need to turn to God towards repentance because you've made an idol out of those things. 
Society will tell you that at a certain age, you need to be married. Tradition, where you come from, I tell you that if you're not married, you're somehow less than. They will tell you that if you don't have this, you're somehow less than. Because we are, we, we, we get our, 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 our teachings from the, from the doctrines of men, from the traditions of men, rather than the word of God. Listen, Jesus Christ purchased you, not with things, but with his blood. Which goes to say that your life has value in his blood. The value of your life is found in his blood, not with money, not with degrees, not by people, not by how many children you have or you don't have, not by whether you're married or you're not married, not by whether by this age you have this or that. No, your value of your life is found in his blood. You are redeemed by his blood. You are healed by his blood. You are set free by his blood. You are justified by his blood. You are sanctified by his word. Your identity is in him. You overcome sin through him. You overcome, you, you, you overcome the world by faith in him. It's in him that you have life. And Jesus Christ said, I have come that you may have life and you may have it more abundantly why because the life that is in you now begins to touch those that are around you the life that is in you now begins to touch those that are around you i'm going to end this with this scripture with the woman that he met at the well and this is john chapter 4 verse 13 and he says jesus answered and said to her this is the woman at the well jesus answered and said to her jesus speaking whoever drinks of this water will thirst again the water that is at the well right there. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. What is Jesus saying? Whoever drinks of this water, this well, the, this well that is there, that's been passed down from generations that the world has to offer, will thirst again because it will not satisfy. It will never satisfy. It has the illusion of satisfying you but it will never satisfy but you know says but whoever drinks of the water that i shall give him see there's something interesting here the woman at the well she was going to this well that has been passed down from generations and then jesus comes and jesus now saying but the water that i shall give him so jesus indirectly saying i too am a well so you have a choice today you can drink from the well that you know your experience what the world has to offer what you've been doing for so long or you can drink from the well that is jesus one well doesn't satisfy, the other one satisfies. Because Jesus said, but the, whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Jesus is the only one that can satisfy. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The water that I shall give him, meaning as you partake of me, as you drink from me, it now wells up in you like a fountain and you now begins to touch the people that are around you. If you've ever been to a fountain, you know it goes up and it sprinkles all around. Your life, when you not come to him, he wants to so touch your life, so baptize your life to the, to the point where your life now begins to touch those around you, your life in Christ. And that is a true abundant life. That is a truly rich life. I don't want you being rich towards the things of the world and being bankrupt in God. It is not wrong to be rich. But it is wrong when you are bankrupt towards God. 
So where is your priority? Because the truth of the matter is the things of this world, we cannot take them with us. I think to end this, there's a quote, I think by Denzel Washington says, you're never going to find a, a, a U-Haul behind a hearse. You're never going to find a U-Haul behind a hearse. You can have all the money in this one, all the things in this world. But when you die, you can't take any of that with you. Does that mean that you don't get a good job? Does that mean that you don't get a good house? That's not what I'm saying. But those things in itself, your life does not consist of those things. Do not think that if you don't have a good house or a good car or, 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 or if you're not married or if, I don't, if by 40 I don't have this or anything, don't think that your life is worthless. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Do not think that your life is worthless because you do not have these amount of things. Your life, first and foremost, is purchased by his blood. And if your life is purchased by his blood, do not sell out for the things of this world. So I just want to leave that with you as we enter a new month. And I pray that God opens the eyes of your heart for understanding, for wisdom, to know him. Because Jesus said, this and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So God bless you. I pray this, this, this nourishes you. Share this with your friends and family. Until next time, God bless. Bye.